Hi guys, this is David Negrin, host of the Script Podcast and executive director of the NYC Screenwriters Collective. I'm excited to announce that we've created a Patreon campaign for the script. Patreon is like a Kickstarter, but it allows you to give ongoing pledges every month and receive ongoing rewards. Of course, the Script Podcast will continue to be free, but we're just asking for a little help. So please, check out all our rewards, join our inner circle. Become a patron of the Script Podcast at patreon.com slash the script. Doctor Strange, you think you know how the world works? This doesn't make any sense. Hi. All right. This is The Script, the podcast for screenwriters by screenwriters. The deepest story analysis anywhere on the internet. At The Script, we believe story moves pages, story moves product, and story moves people. I'm your host, David Negrin. Tonight, joining me is Alka Kushlani. Hello, David. And Alec Pollock. Hello, David. Uh, tonight, we're doing story analysis of Doctor Strange, the latest character introduced in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, starring Blueberry Cumberbund. <laughs> <laughs> Bol- Bolshoi camaraderie. Rumble sack carnip crunch. <laughs> Captain Crunch. <laughs> Engelbert Humpty back. <laughs> I am abstaining from this part of our <laughs> podcast, David, and I want you to know she won't you do it. owe me a foreign art house drama for this. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay? And so, that's what I'm going so for. So I, w- I want to thank Alka for coming on a superhero <laughs> movie podcast. She normally um, j- abstains. Y- abstains from <laughs> films like this, but we wanted her insight on Doctor Strange. Um, w- of course, with me is Alec, our comic book guru um let's see at least aficionado aficionado okay like 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 not the, like the uh, ancient one cigar aficionado yes you're not the ancient one <laughs> i am not the comic okay. book ancient one you always sound like it though yeah. you end up going on and on and i fake I'm, it well and i'm like my mind is blown i'm like that's what superman v <laughs> batman was oh my god it didn't wasn't terrible. So, all right. <laughs> um, no, it was. The <laughs> artist. See, you, let's stick to the movie. Off the, <laughs> the artist tonight, uh, Scott Derrickson, uh, is the director. He directed Sinister, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. He's kind of like a horror guy. Uh, sadly, he also directed The Day the Earth Stood Still in 2008. Um, the screenwriters are John Spates and Scott Derrickson. John Spates. He's a screenwriter uh, who's well-known from the blacklist. Uh, he had two scripts on the blacklist. One was called Passengers. Which was exquisite. Is ex- it is a- such a great screenplay. script. I just really hope that this film lives up to. Yeah, and the film is to. being made yeah. now. He also did... Is it the Chris Pratt? Yeah, Chris Pratt's yeah. doing the film. The trailer looks great. Um, and Shadow 19 was another blacklist script he did. which is a sci-fi world, this great sci-fi world. So uh, John Spates, based on those two... Um, Blacklist wins. He also penned uh, Prometheus with uh, uh, that. with uh, Damon Lindelof. So there's okay. that. There's that. <laughs> 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 uh, and uh, as as this is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Kevin Feige's the producer. And um, as usual, when we do a superhero tentpole movie, I like to put out like a little 
just to frame our conversation, um, because superhero temples are kind of like a genre of their own. So I like to say that there's like five things that we want to look for when we do a superhero movie. Um, you know, ratio of action set pieces to character development story. You know, like the good the good superhero tent poles aren't just spectacle. They they tell really good stories. They have a heart. Um, a lot of times these days we get too much dizzying dizzying action and. The action was quite dizzying in Doctor Strange, but um, I'll give them credit for uh, limiting it because I don't think they... Well, okay, I'm, I'm not getting into it yet. Okay. Uh, <coughs> character development in an ensemble. If you have a group of characters, uh, it's in any form of writing, playwriting or uh, writing for TV or for film, when you have an ensemble, it's very difficult to make sure everybody gets screen time and everybody matters. Uh, action and comedy set pieces. It's a popcorn movie. Uh, we want the comedy. There should be enough levity that's original that doesn't sound like a bad sitcom. And the action set pieces should be original, right? They should be stuff we haven't seen before. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I, I didn't look at our list while I was thinking about my like ups and downs. Yeah. But all my ups are right straight out of the list. That they did them well? Yeah, I think okay. so. I think okay, so. good, good. Um, over, number four is overall originality of a superhero movie plot. Um, is it more than the supervillain army comes to take over this world? Is it more than an uh, origin story about accepting you new, new powers and finding your place in the world? I don't know. Tonight is a little of both. Um, and then number five, did you reinvent the mythology for the film? Or did you just directly adapt it from the comic book? Did you you know rename the superheroes did you give them a new super suit did you give them new powers did you reintroduce the catchphrases or did you just lift it all from the comic books and put it right in the movie so that being said love to hear your guys uh you know two up and two down on dr strange yeah. Well, <laughs> um, let, 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 why would we have so, Alec go first? Let's just get the tone. I was gonna of, say of something nice. Started. I was gonna. I was. I, I was know gonna, you are. I know you're very objective, um, professional, professional podcaster, analyst, analyst script analyst. Absolutely, um, Alec. What, what did you have? <laughs> well, I'll, uh, from, from the list that you had uh, offered, um, <laughs> as I said, I, I felt that we, we hit some, some good points here. Okay. Um, I thought my, my number one up really is, I thought, some innovative action and those, those innovative set pieces, things that I'd never seen before. And I, I like action movies. I like mm -hmm. uh, superhero movies. I like this sort of thing. I'm a comics fan, as you yeah. said. And so it's it's hard to come up with something interesting and original. What was Even the writing set piece stuff. you remember that was like really innovative? I have never seen a time moving backwards scene while the action is you know the, the protagonist and the antagonist are fighting, uh, moving forward in time. Yeah. With it, just everything kind of rebuilding behind it, and yeah. I read a little uh, bit about the director intentionally wanted the and we should have said spoilers like massive spoiler alert. Well, I don't know it. why if you've listened to the script. Yes, yes we're going to talk they about it. the movie. Maybe they if you it. haven't seen the movie, yes. Uh, we're going to spoil it. Yes. But the director said that he wanted the ending to be different than other superhero movies where you see the city get destroyed at the end of a movie. He specifically wanted something where this, uh, where a, a city gets rebuilt. 
and come together. And we've never seen that before. And I thought that, that was really interesting. It's a variation on that same ending, yes. Yeah, but <laughs> again, it's got to be a spin on it. Uh-huh. And I, I thought that they did that well. And it was just, it was visually just so amazing to, to look at. Yeah. But I don't think it was just visually amazing to look at because that's what the cinematographer and the director did. I thought that was written into the script as well. Mm-hmm. They were, they were, it was an interesting um, approach to thing and interesting path that uh, the filmmakers then uh, continued on. I agree. I think the story, the, the ending came, did come out of the story. Um, the spectacle Organically. Of the yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The yeah. It wasn't spectacle kind of tacked on mm-hmm. for spectacle's sake like we've seen in other superhero movies yeah. even this year. Did you have another up? My other up, I, I guess, would be the nice character arc. I thought that that, that worked Doctor really well. For Doctor Strange? For Doctor Strange, for Stephen okay. Strange. Uh, I mean, you really started off as a, an unlikable character. I've read some critiques uh, about how he's just another Tony Stark, just like in Iron Man, where he starts or off as not such a nice guy. He does start off right? he's a little like, bit like Tony He's Stark. like Iron Man with, arm, with magic. He's Dr. Tony Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's got, he's, he's got, he, you know what we're talking about? It's Iron Man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. There's a great, there you go. There's Dr. a great, Jr. Dr. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> there's a great moment in the comics where they actually meet, where Tony Stark and uh, uh, Stephen Strange meet. I mean, they know each other, yeah. but they, they have a moment where they're talking about something. And, uh, uh, Tony Stark is just like, hey, goatee, bro. And he's just like, totally <laughs> like me. And, like, and Strange is just kind of like, uh, yeah. So one day we'll uh, we'll see how that Dr. Strange is a little uh, less goofy yes. than Robert Downey Jr. But yes. I would say that uh, he that you know that's why Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man Tony Stark is a little bit funnier. Yes. Well, and so. I th- I kind of thought of him as more like House meets Tony oh, Stark. You know, like because he's got that arrogance even throughout. Even when he you know he kind of comes around, he still has a little bit about that Doctor's arrogance. But it works. It kind of like helps to explain how he takes on this new role and in- integrates even his his bad points in a good way. Okay, and so you're down. Uh, my downs. Uh, why another origin movie? I guess would be my big down. Yeah. Um, do we still really need them? And and again, this I'm I'm really interested in Alka's perspective on. If you didn't know anything about it, was it interesting to kind of see him become who he is, or was it just another kind of like guy has this traumatic event, ends up with powers, and turns around his attitude? I mean, that's yeah. kind of the, the basic question. Did we need choice. that, or could we have just gone into a story about I, this guy? We could maybe have gone Suicide a little Squad, bit. where we we just do like a quick bunch of clips of the origin. Yeah, yeah maybe. I don't know. Would that have been enough? I don't yeah. know. Um, and I guess my other ones were. Um, uh, I had there was a whole lot of Star Wars prequel feel to it with that. There was in what like way? The, there was like the good and the evil and the the Padawan learners that all get killed and the the, the, the their superpowers were very Star Warsy, right? Very, there, there was there was like a, 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 a lightsaber slash like like martial arts yeah. uh, physical fighting, and yeah. then there was like the big picture force powers. Yeah. But again, fighting. chicken egg, you know, yeah. Star Wars got a lot of its stuff from magical abilities as well as yeah. kind of kung fu movies, so. Yeah. Absolutely, it's a it's a Western samurai. Film. Yeah, I don't know if that's a that's a negative, but there were, seemed to be a little bit of holes as to what happened okay. to some of this. But that's where I was at. Awesome, Alka. <laughs> two up, two down. So up means like you the thing that you liked about it. I do understand <laughs> with it. Like um, I do understand. Like something that worked. One for you. thing I understand what we are doing here, okay. not the film as much as I think. No, I'm gonna ask you guys questions yeah. about this. But I'm gonna say my up. The Q and A has begun. All right, the podcast. Of- no, it's it's true because I think you know I'm gonna caveat everything I'm going to say by saying like, look, I'm not familiar with 
this universe mm -hmm. at all mm -hmm. or the like multiverses that are like connecting here through Marvel mm -hmm. and that said it's like I kind of just went with it understanding yeah. that there were symbols that I were, was not going to get mm -hmm. like the you know the weight of so that said I thought this was a really compelling setup I loved this setup and I thought they were really going to send up this idea of this like rich white superhero man who lives in his penthouse but he's like spending his money as fast as he can get it. you know like there were mm -hmm. holes in that thing and I was mm -hmm. like oh they're gonna do this mm -hmm. you know where you're gonna break down this idea of like Bruce Wayne and all these dudes who have it all and they're superheroes you know but they don't they didn't, they didn't. They didn't because it was like, you know, he, <laughs> the up. His, 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 um, yeah, this is still the up. His, his journey down was quick and a little, I mean, it wasn't really painful, though the car accident was lovely. That was crazy. You know, and I thought this whole thing when he wakes up with his hands and with the pins and that whatever. Yeah, that was. I really, I felt for him in that moment. And I couldn't tell you why, because I was like, this guy's a jackass, but he's, right. it was compelling. That was like good storytelling. Um, awesome. And then I thought, you know, this idea, his, the way he fetishized his watches and how it kind of tied into him like playing with this like time and, yeah. you know, this temporal what a great element. product placement. I just, <laughs> I thought it was very interesting. And I also felt like it was marking, you know, the act breaks. It was like a really interesting way that they had placed those the things. The broken watch later the on. The broken watch. Yeah, I think they mark like the breaks. The break mm -hmm. into two, the break into three. But And there's definitely playing with time in this film. But when he does play with time, I have no idea like why <laughs> and how he could do it. You know, like I know he's been studying. Mm -hmm. I know he's... He's been studying. There's a lot of books in this movie. Yeah. It is, yeah. yes. So yeah. I'm like, I just went with it, but it was, there were certain things. Like I a little Hogwarts feel, uh, like halfway yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my two up. Awesome. And you're down? Yeah. Um, it didn't work for you. Go for so, it. Go for it. I don't know when you want to get into the deeper discussion here about okay. Tilda Swinton. Okay. And I always like her. I don't care, you know. She's awesome. I, I like her in enough foreign drama even better, yeah. but Reading it's like. Reading the phone book. Yeah, I'm in. She's amazing. Right? But I felt like making this choice was just not paid off. You know, it didn't pay off as her, for her as a performer. Hmm. And having her be a woman, right? They didn't kind of capitalize on that because I think, you know, there's something that happens naturally. She's like this mentor, right? Mm -hmm. She's the sorcerer supreme. And she has like these two um, students, right? She's got Mads Mikkelsen, she's got Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> and they're like Cain and Abel, right? And Excellent. they don't do these things like. Like, they take care of Mads, like, in that first, like, prologue section. Yeah. So he's disconnected from Benedict Cumberbatch. And so these two ideas and making her a woman does not, doesn't do anything to that, kind of I gel agree. them together yeah. in this other little world, which is what I thought they were going for. That, that you could, if, that their, their, their connection to her as a mentor, maybe as a maternal figure. Yes. Right, could... Uh, mirror each other and then also make her more uh, 
um, important and yeah. her, her, her disconnection from them more uh, powerful. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's like there were too many characters because you had the Chiwetel Ejiofor mm -hmm. character mm -hmm. and you had these two dudes and I felt like they were dying to be combined into just two people. Yeah. There were so three Mordo, people who Chui, needed to be... Chui Mordo, like they... He was included as like a he, sidekick, but yeah. he—I think he's—he's uh, he's supposed to be the nemesis in, in the sequel, right? Yeah, I mean, M Mordo often always is his nemesis, and uh -huh. so Mads Mikkelsen's character really would be Mordo in any kind of story that you would traditionally yeah. tell, and so they kind of splintered him off in order to have him be a more complex antagonist than your typical mustache twirling villain which is what he is in the comics not as not okay. nearly as interesting as made in the film yeah so this was going to be my question is like why do they keep that third character and you know there's the devotion to yeah. the source material that you know yeah, it was and like departure it was poor, actually or benjamin bratt's in it for like a minute i'm like oh he's a character no nope, yeah. yeah, he's that, not that was no. weird yeah <laughs> i don't know what because ben bratt like i watch him on law and order all the time yeah. still he's yeah. he's just a go-to yeah. like a side character I, I just find that really really interesting what you said about tilda swinton like because again the ancient one in the comics is a, a man. small tibetan man yeah. yeah now my understanding is that there were many political reasons why they did not want him to be Tibetan, first of all, mm -hmm. uh, in terms of how the film was going to play overseas, especially in China. Mm. Right. So that was one of the political decisions so that, that they made. That's, that's a commercial decision. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely a commercial decision. But the idea of making that character a woman, again, I think that there's different schools of thought in terms of, all right, we can play with gender here and make, make this character a woman and show that a woman can be just as strong as a man in this mythology and in this world. But it's, it's an interesting, but they, but is it a counterpoint? What I was saying is she, you didn't use it. Right. And what? she was introduced as a woman, don't forget. Remember, yeah. when he walks in, she pours him tea, and he says, thank you, you know, great to meet you, <laughs> yeah. ancient one, to the, to the old random dude Asian who's, man. Sitting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. who's sitting there. And she says, yeah, nice to meet you, too, or whatever her line yeah. is, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, that's a nice yeah. entrance. Yeah. But they don't play with that idea yeah. in terms of making like capitalizing on yeah, her being a woman i'm all for her being a woman i love i love what I just, you brought this up because yeah really interesting me, you know what uh the first thing i thought of um was uh, speaking of uh mads but uh the first thing i thought of was skyfall did you guys see, see james bond skyfall it's the one where um James, Bond is, uh, James Bond is not no. It's not the one where James Bond is a woman. It's where M is played by James Judy Dench. Yes, right. Has James Bond and a former Double uh, O agent um, who uh, was supposedly dead, but as uh, was was uh, uh, he was he was uh, cut loose in the middle of an operation. You know, like sometimes in. In a spy move, in a spy mission, like you've got to let your your uh, spy die, right? And so they let this guy die, and but he comes back from the grave and he's angry at M, who's James Duty Dench, um, and he's trying to kill her, right? And so you have James Bond who's trying to protect her, and it's like it's like two sons, mm -hmm. and one is really angry at the mother for having uh, uh, abandoned him. And the other is trying to protect his mother, and it actually goes into that. Skyfall is the James Bond movie where they reintroduce the idea that James Bond is an orphan, 
right? So there's a whole bunch of family stuff going on, and they should have had. We could have had opportunities yeah, like except that. There's we, an emotional element that's missing in basically all superhero films. I mean, frankly, that's why <laughs> we're not going to generalize. No, Let's talk about I, Doctor Strange tonight. You know, but I'm saying, but that's what I don't respond yeah. to. But I was like thinking, you know, in this first act, that they were going to do these things. And they were going there's to do I will, them differently. There's still a chance for them to do it in the sequel, though. Oh, I mean, enough. Uh, the movie's got to stand on its own. <laughs> I'm going to defend Alka in this. But didn't she, I, like... I would say... Didn't I would, she... It's comic books. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> really? We can yes, say, yeah. but she will probably be in the Oh, sequel. really? Yeah. Okay. You think she's coming back? Okay. As in oh, some because, because form. Because the astral projection the astral plane, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think she'll have a And who body, knows if she... If, was she in the... Was she in the, the training world or not? Was it a reflection? It, it's, yeah, because yeah. comic books. Yeah. Because there are loopholes, comic books. Yeah. let's just um, say. So I'll do my one up, one down. Um, for me, uh, I really I really liked the ending where he goes to the dark world. Mm. What was that called? The dark place? The dark realm. I don't know the dark realm? Yeah. Dark dimension. Dark I didn't dimension, think yeah. they were going to go there. I thought they were going to do this thing where there's a big fight on Earth and they protect New York and Hong Kong and London. I was like, okay, here we go again. <laughs> um, but then he actually goes into the dark world and he fights this guy who we've seen, heard about, is the big, big bad. And he's like, "What? Well, I'm mean, he's gonna go head to head with him? That's that's a great escalation for yeah. a third act. We don't get that enough. You don't. You get a midpoint escalation. You get a third point escalation. A third act escalation. You want that. So all of a sudden, he's going up against this god, and he's got a weapon. He's got time, time. on his side. Time, which is not native to that dimension. Like, right. I love and it that. was built into the story to some degree. And I was like, I got it. And also the idea that he could." fight this um this evil what's his name dark dharma you're gonna have to explain to me why all the names are so hard in this <laughs> me in this universe there's a lot of tough names um so he he uh, it also is organic that he can fight this being um who keeps killing him and torturing him through pain because he's been through all this pain right his accident Right, and his rehabilitation, and then even his training, um, he's be you know he's 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 been through a ton of pain. He's and, moved beyond his ego. Right, he's 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 able to 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 give himself over. Um, so it the ending was a surprise for me, and it took it to the next level, which is what we almost never get. We I'm never satisfied. It reminded me a lot of what I wanted from the first Pacific Rim. Did you see Pacific Rim? Yeah. In Pacific Rim, the they're going after the uh, the final bad guys into the realm where the aliens yeah. are being sent through, and I'm like, oh, they're gonna the 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 the, the, the robots are gonna go into the other world. We're finally gonna see the other bad guys, and they're gonna kill them on their own turf, and they never do. They they just sort of like beat them up. Peter's out, yeah. Near near the entrance to the other world, yeah. and I'm like, there's a whole another cool world there. Like, let's go k- kick some ass. Sequel. Yeah. Well, it's coming. It's coming soon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, so I liked that third act. Um, character, I wanted more. I wanted to like um, Strange more. I kept writing down stuff 
like the car accident has no relevance to the theme. I kept writing down, there's no great loss to his life, other just his career. Um, I kept thinking, you, you know, what if he, there was a little girl who needed a surgery that only he could do that got ruined by him hurting himself and he was trying to get back so he could do the surgery or he had a series of things like that, that he was, there was a loss besides his ability. It's hard. Yeah, they were definitely getting at a progression yeah. and I will say it's with the beard, right? First he couldn't like uh -huh. shave at all. Then he got into this like Fu Manchu kind mm -hmm. of thing mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, we're going to go further with this blade in his hand and he's going to do something you know he's going to save somebody at some point maybe tilda swinton when she you know falls out of the window or wherever yeah. she was yeah. and like that never comes back yeah but it's a great setup you know it's a great setup and then even while they're like um but, but you're supposed to do that in the first act right you're supposed to have some some getting behind the character in the first act scenario yeah i feel bad for him I wish I had his money in his life, right? Right? You know, uh, I, w I wish Rachel McAdams was my pseudo like girlfriend who we wouldn't commit to, right? Um, but you don't care for him. Uh, you he know, does save somebody in the first act, though. He does save the right at the that, beginning. Yeah, who? that bullet. He, he pulls a bullet out of the dude. person's head. He pulls a bullet. I, I never met the human being. Uh, in storytelling, you gotta you got to build the character. You got to know the cat. Huh? You got to know the cat. You certainly do. Like, or at least like talk to the cat. He pulls <laughs> the bullet out. It's really cool. It shows that he's great at his job, but it doesn't get us on his side. Hmm. Right, and because the stakes for him are not are just failing and not being the bestest surgeon in the world, or not being challenged, right? Yeah. And he's like in the car, he's like looking at these MRI images, and he's like, "Give me something that'll yeah, you know yeah. that'll whet my appetite for what I whatever he was saying, which was like totally assy yeah, and yeah. arrogant." Exactly, I was waiting yeah. for him to have a a cause greater than himself, and he and he didn't have that, like. But so it, for I, characters for like House, I don't watch House. I'm generally familiar with the character. Yeah. Are you guys more familiar with the character? Yeah. Like people love to watch House on a regular basis. He's not a nice character, and he's not a right. Yeah, but I can comment on that. Do you want to? No, you can go ahead and take the House, but I'm going to speak for like you know. I mean, doctors, especially surgeons, yeah. Yeah. are notoriously arrogant. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I think yes. that there, there was Does something very close story. to type and cool. I'm going to throw in here the race issue, though. Yes. Okay. Which was not, it didn't stop at Tilda Swinton. There were no Asian doctors anywhere in that hospital. Uh -huh. Okay. And if it was a real hospital, it would be Asians like wall to wall. Because <laughs> he's in okay? New York? Anywhere. 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 He okay. could have been in any part of the U.S. I'm talking like the, you know, like a country hospital in Kansas. Right. Yeah. So there was and some there would have been, yeah. And he was like sitting in front of panels of doctors. He was calling the greatest specialists. And where were the Asians, people? Yeah. Yeah. Where were the Asians? Like when you're on an operating table and it's life or death, chances are, India or China are going to save you. Okay, that's yeah. hilarious. That the controversy in the news has been more about the representation of Asians in the magical world, but you're identifying exactly <laughs> like, the real in world. In the hospital, more the it's like we oh did my spend God. a. There's some plot issues why we keep coming back to the hospital, but you make a really good point. I find Rachel McAdams charming as yeah. the next person. Okay, yeah. I yeah. really enjoy her, yeah. but she should have been Indian. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's a great choice. I, yeah. That would have been a much better. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's, and then you can make up for changing out um, the ethnicity of 
Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the trailers beforehand, uh, one of the films was the Triple X. I don't know if you guys saw the new Triple X movie, the new Vin Diesel. I saw the trailer. And uh, one of the one of his posse in that is a very famous Bollywood actress as, as part of the team. And I went to go see this with my wife, and she pointed that out to me. She was like, oh, she's a famous Bollywood yeah, yeah, actress. Yeah, it's like Deepika Padukone. Yeah, yeah, and she yeah, was just yeah, like, yeah. I would totally go see that. And my wife hates action movies. She literally <laughs> falls asleep like, yeah. during She's going to Triple X. But she saw it, and she was like, oh, that's cool. awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, and and she would you know, bring, bring that in for the, 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 yeah. the international audience, which is where these films yeah. are making the majority but of their money. they're not making, yeah. you know, and we need to talk about that Asian librarian. I mean, that is Wong. the greatest failing of all. Why? Because Wong is the librarian, right? He's the keeper of these secrets and totally incompetent because, like, week one of he's Benedict stealing Cumber- the books. Yeah, he's behind yeah. you. And Wong is like, oh, what happened? Yeah, what no, happened no, here? No, he, you know, he, he's he, incompetent. He takes, yeah, that's right. Strange takes a book right off the shelf. It's not really a like secret. Like, the real, like... You wonder how how, uh, how totally right. Hannibal had problem, like, stealing the books. To totally you know, right. it's like, it's place. not just the Tilda Swinton, which is what mm-hmm. I think people have been focused on. Right. And I think I was that was the question I was going to ask you. Is there any basis for this character? But it seems not, because it was an Asian man all along. It was a Tibetan man, correct? Mm-hmm. For the this ancient one, yeah. yes. But then you have other opportunities, mm-hmm. and I think it's like this Hollywood machine. There's a ton of martial arts in this film too. The the the, the mythology not performed the, the, by Asians without <laughs> Asians. But wait, Wong. They, they, I don't want to. I don't want to leave Wong. Um, Wong is a traditional character in Doctor Strange, but his character in the traditional Doctor Strange story is a very stereotypical Asian butler that works for Strange mm-hmm. and, and just kind of has more of just a, oh, he knows martial arts and kind of helps him fight crime. Okay. He's not this revered librarian Yeah, well, figure. that would have been irresponsible to replicate. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So right. I think then, they, they were trying then, to, but you're right. He's totally made a flaw. And the last, end, you remember, like, there's this, this plant where um, uh, Strange says to him, do you ever laugh? Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then in the last act, Doctor Strange, he, gives he, a, he makes a funny and joke. it's like, it's, it made me very uncomfortable, mm. this Why? laugh. Because it was like, you know, this, it was almost like this minstrel show laugh. Like, it was just like really? this weird, like, I was, it felt totally like huh. just ingratiating I didn't, I didn't feel and that. weird. A, I, I hated this that, character. Man, so. This character was just like, yeah. I was waiting for a greater purpose, <laughs> you know. He had a lot of screen time. I liked Wong. Like, I got to know him a little bit. Like, but you're right. He was a little bit incompetent. And he didn't add to the battle that much. He didn't have his own, like, fighting style or anything. Part of the idea, I think, uh, was that uh, Strange was showing up all of his elders. He was showing up Wong. He showed up Mordo. Yeah. And it was like, who is this kid who, like, you know, not kid, but who's this, this guy, Neophyte, who just comes in not knowing anything, yeah. and suddenly he's showing them all up. That was, I think, the intent. Which, I don't know if they pulled it off as elegantly as they could have, by yeah. all means. I, I just want to, I think we should, at a certain point, we should uh, do a little structure, but I want to say that I still, my biggest um, issue, like, the, the story was really interesting, the plot was a little bit of your basic, um, you know, act one set up. You got a tragedy. Catalyst is the crash. Break into two. He goes searching for um, healing. Healing. Uh, then he he joins the 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 
the monastery essentially he gets training training montage um <laughs> right uh what do we got i think you're into i, I don't mean to r run yeah. over but the the the, I, the the plot was pretty straightforward yeah i needed more attachment to these characters I the only there's only a couple ways you attach to characters. One of one of them is the comedy. Uh, Doctor Strange was a little bit funny, but he's not he wasn't funny enough to be so likable that he wasn't Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. funny. Um, but in Act One of there's a long Act One in the first Iron Man movie where Robert Downey Jr. changes from being a warmonger to not making uh Weapon weapons anymore, yeah. any longer mm -hmm. he go he takes his entire like wealthy like like empire and says we're no longer making weapons so uh, instantly we're like okay this guy is changing his life philosophy because of what happened to him and because of a a man the doctor remember the mm -hmm. doctor in uh the first act who helped save him mm -hmm. who was uh, uh an arab guy from the middle east where the uh, Stark uh, weapons had been adding to the the crisis, which is very like there's real life parallels to that. So we we love Tony Stark. By the time we're out of Act One, I didn't like care that much about um, Strange. Strange. By the time we're out of Act One, there were a couple of moments where that where he's trying to shave, and you can see that he's. I, you know, as a man, he can't even use his hands anymore. It's a little pitiful, and you're like, wow, you feel for him in a in that way, but you don't get behind him in his journey. You know, I went, when they threw him out the door when he first gets to the monastery, I was like, good, he didn't earn it. Good, he's, they got to make him earn it. And then I thought he might go out and... No, just a few minutes do later. Yeah, five to, hours. To earn it, it, but yeah. we had to get on with the training montage. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do some structure, guys? I think, you know, we don't have to go through all the beats, but, like, your major beats. Alka, you want to help us out? Um, so the break into two happens when he leaves his watch behind and he is um, he begins his training. That's the, I think, that moment where he puts the watch on some windowsill or I don't know what, but he puts that aside, and I felt like, that was when a he symbolic. goes looking for them, or when no, he's no, accepted is, into the comitage. No, this is after like she lets him back in. Yes, okay, that's that's knows, truly yeah, yeah where the journey she, begins. Yeah, she like he's there, he's there to learn, and then he puts the watch down, and I felt like boom. End I of love act. it. Yeah, he's in the special world, and then he's got um, the Wi-Fi password. Oh, I, we we covered setup, but did you want to tell us the theme stated? I know you think you found it. The I don't theme stated was it's not about you, right? That's the right. idea. Like he had to transcend the ego, his ego, surrender to. Right, I control it by surrendering control. Yeah. That was the one thing I wrote down yeah. that was close to a theme. Gain I was like, power this is by cool. surrendering control. Yeah. But it's yeah. not about you. Was that spoken by Rachel McAdams? Or? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. What I it was yeah. like mm -hmm. everything is everything's not about you, and he's like, yeah, everything is about me. And right. in the end, he beats the the super bad guy by accepting essentially. He's willing Hell. to give himself up. Right. Yeah. He gives yeah. himself up and he goes to yeah. um, purgatory yeah. and saying, I'm going to, you know, stalemate you. Forever. And I can handle yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Um, so the B story, I believe, is Mads Mikkelsen. You with me on that? Yes. I think so. Absolutely. Because Caselius? Not that it's well developed. He, he's, he's the one who shows up at the midpoint and starts the... the 
the little mystical war. With the he two of them starts in the prologue. Face to face at the midpoint, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when he's bound and up then in the chains. The break into three is Cassilius attacking the two sanctums. So, wait, I'm sorry. So, if, if that's the B story, the A story then is his him getting his hands fixed? It begins with his journey to to be to 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 heal himself. Yeah. Okay. I mean, even even the even the the bad guys close in. The second half of the second act is. Um, it's all Mads Mikkelsen in that house. Yeah, you that. make a good point. Is it's that? But doesn't that make it the A story then? No. Because I don't I, believe like so. Because he becomes like the, the sorcerer arc. supreme is the A story. This is his journey to become this. There's not nearly enough Rachel McAdams for it to be the B story, and she's not yeah. like kidnapped or anything. No. In the, so, the relationship with the Sorcerer Supreme is p- pretty tight. There's a lot more than there is, say, than Obi Wan Kenobi in Star Wars. There's a lot more time with her. We we open the movie with her, mm. right? Um, but well, look at it from backwards. The 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 uh, break into three is where the A story and the B story. Cross, together, yeah, right? yeah. So do yeah. we have that? Well, I mean, the, the, it's the final fight where Cassilli, I can't even say, Mads Mikkelsen attacks the, the New York City Sanctum and the, the Hong Kong Sanctum. It's after the All is and Lost. he goes off to yeah. Hong Kong. He Sorcerer goes off Supreme to save the killed, world. Killed before that. And, um, yeah, so Cassilius and the, the Zealots attack. But, yeah, I mean, is an antagonist... Is usually the ace story, right? Yeah, but I'm having I'm having trouble divorcing the B story. I I I think that it might be the Sorcerer Supreme and teaching uh, Doctor Strange how to be Doctor Strange by by sub, sub, by giving him giving up himself by surrendering that internal lesson and their relationship might be the B story. Because his point is that uh, Mads is the A story because he's just the antagonist all the time. And Mads Dormammu, is totally underdeveloped. I do not agree with that at all. Well, antagonist, you know, can be the Wicked Witch of the West. But is it, is it, is the antagonist Mads Mikkelsen, mm-hmm. or is it that Dormammu? Well, yeah. So do, do do Dorothy then. So what's what's in Dorothy? The A story is. Uh, Got to get back home, but she has antagonists that she fights. She has multiple antagonists, including the Wicked Witch of the West. But her B story is her friendship with the the three guys. So, are the antagonists in this trying to stop Strange from accomplishing his goal? Sure, but Mads de- is by yeah. destroying the Earth by killing him. Yeah, I think the healing. I think the healing story I is think really Mads the B wants story. eternal life. Right. Mm-hmm. He wants I mean, I think w- the only part that was clear about that character mm. was that he had broken from Tilda Swinton because she had taken all okay. the good stuff okay. for herself. She had used the dark yeah. dimension for eternal okay. life. Here's and that's what, what he wanted. Here's where it is. And it is hard to delineate the, I think the B story. I think you just got it for me. The B story is the mystical war that's going on. Mm besides healing uh, Doctor Strange. Remember at one point he's like, I don't want to be a part of your war. I came here to heal my hands. Right. That is a classic, like, 
A story meets B story moment where he's like, I don't want a part of this right. bigger thing. Yeah. So uh, the B story being the mystical war that is represented by the Sorcerer Supreme versus um, Cassilius and the, the dark side. So Again, that's really I, the B story is that 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 war that's going on. And it opens, the film opens with, with that. That war, yeah. Right. So Again, I'm Wizard of Ozing it because it's the wizard versus the witches, right? The I don't think it's that simple. No, no, I'm saying the, the, the there is the that force of light versus force of darkness going on in the Wizard of Oz as well. And Dorothy comes into it and her goal is the going home very right. much like Dorothy the just wants to go home. Right. Right. When, meanwhile the the witch is terrorizing right. uh Oz. Yeah. And you don't check in. I mean this is the point, you know, with Dorothy, like you keep checking in with her. Like, I want to go home. There's no place like home. I mean, like she's there's this constant the, the checking is the hands and the oh I got I wanna get back to you know, you know, doing great surgeries and finally. I don't feel like models. I think I, I think something like once he gets into the training and whatever, um, you know, it's not clear to me what he wants. You Absolutely, know? I have trouble with it. I, it's I, clear that he wants. Hmm. It's not like um, in Luke Skywalker where he's like, I want to be a Jedi like my father, mm -hmm. right? The, the he's told by Benjamin Barrett cameo that if you heal your soul, it'll heal your body. So essentially, he's trying to heal his body. Okay, um, if he if he exercises the soul, but that's not a huge epic theme, you know. Right, and, and you know, and in like this moment where he's, uh, you know, he's in that house where or in that sanctum where you know the cloak finds him and. He beats off Mads Mickelson's um, yeah. people, like he beats them all up, and then um, Tilda Swinton shows up and sees that the guardian of that sanctum is dead, and oh, we need a guardian of the sanctum, and right, maybe you right. should. And, and she so, nominates him, yeah. And I don't know what happened, but he's—I guess he rejects it, you know, because that's a job offer he didn't want. But I don't know what he wants that, instead. And that's the midpoint. That's where the B story and the A story cross a little bit. But this goes back to the—I mean, what we don't have for Doctor Strange is backstory. Who, you know, what's his family? What's his background? All this stuff is missing. Mm -hmm. What's his relationship with with Doctor Palmer? P Peterson Palmer. P Palmer. Palmer. Doctor McAdams. Palmer. Christine Wh Palmer. Where? What's the, the? None of that backstory informs the A story. Yeah, and I that is cl basic screenwriting. Like Act one is showing uh, uh, the, the 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 wound, the 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 emotional issue that the character needs solved. On the journey. So again, I ask. This guy doesn't have a problem in in the world until he breaks his hands. So should all of the origin stuff been the act one? Like, did you need the full film to tell you the art? And I'm looking at at you, you yeah. like not yeah. knowing anything of this. Like, mm -hmm. did you need all of that, or would you been okay if kind of go through that quickly, get the idea of it, and then tell a much more compelling, immediate story of the present? In I like this setup. I will say it again. Like I thought that the thing with the hands mm. was really compelling. I got exactly why it was critical to him mm. and how it would change him. It was so extreme. It would definitely change yeah. him. But then Alex is saying, take the fun and games, all the the training and the joining mm -hmm. the, the the monastery for healing purposes, and move that into Act One, right? And then have him while he's there. 
a a humble guy of of the monastery who's just here to heal you know they beat up Wong or they beat up one of the people he respects and he's like what's going on here um, and he's like well we've got we've got this bigger mystical war going on and then he wants to get involved because these people have given him something back mm. and he's a part of them mm. and then he cho he joins them on in this bigger fight but then you have the debate and it's the call to adventure and that's, and right, that's, right, like, but that's, that's but, all act 1 and that's breaking yeah, into jam two. that into act 1 and now he we 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 he has his problem was that he his his wound was that he was out for himself and he he gets a good lesson in it, and these people take him in. Um, I'm thinking of of Jean Valjean in 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 Les Mis, right? He he's like a thief and he's stealing, and then the the, the priest uh, gets him off and, and yeah. gives him the second chance, right? And then he changes his way, and now we care about him because he's a man who's changed, right? So this guy, strange, we can't we don't get behind him because he doesn't change until doesn't change until much. Act Three. You know, and even then, it's not that big. It's not that compelling. So, I liked Act One. I think that <laughs> there was a lot of promise. You know, and I think that the problem was is they didn't do the character work yeah. for anybody yeah. in Acts Two and Three. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just him. I felt it was like, here's the thing. You know why I like, even though Rachel McAdams was a variation on the damsel in distress, but she wasn't too distressed because she was, you know, she She's had some own, her the, own the agency knife. and she saved his life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I think what crackled in those scenes for me was there was an emotional yeah. charge. Totally. Because every other scene with the, um, the Sorcerer Supreme and the, you know, all these other, it was, it, it was exposition. Yeah. There were a lot of, things that were said about how things were going to work and I felt like yeah. am I am I listening am I getting all the rules of the world and I I tell you I did not no they, they right they, they, there were many things I the, didn't understand why the, the mirror universe the was like dangerous the for them was very cluttered yeah. very cluttered yeah so I was like listening but all of it was exposition but what about all uh, of Chetua, that dialogue Etifor, Mordo's what about his character I mean because I, I thought besides Rachel McAdams I thought he showed the most emotion more so even than Strange in terms of what he believed in because he believed in kind of the the order and the following of the we rules. We don't know what happened to him, though. Though In storytelling, you've got to tell us his story, mm -hmm. too. Yes, they built him back up the same way they built Doctor Strange back mm -hmm. up. They saved his soul, mm -hmm. essentially. And he believed um, in the Sorcerer Supreme and all her ways and that she didn't draw any right. power from evil. But and then enough. when he found out she did, all of a sudden he's, like, leaving school. Like, it was kind of, it was very stilted. Um, but we don't know enough about him either to really want him to... And it wasn't a loss, because yeah. uh, by this point, you know, Strange no had kind of superseded him anyway. Yeah. It wasn't like he was next in line or anything. Yeah. So it was like, oh, there's this vacuum where there, you know, where this guy would have stepped in. Right. You know, there was nothing. You know what it was we exposition. Want, you know what you want in all storytelling is you want a family paradigm established, like a, a metaphor of a family established right you you have this situation of of a, a man alone like a, a boy who's hurt who's injured he goes to a new home that heals him right and he has a maternal figure to do it he's got a new brother two new brothers to help him and they each have their place in in the family and then what you have is the the father the evil father 
is off and he's been kicking people's ass and he comes home and the father is is trying to beat up the mother and the brothers and he said no there's a new son in town and he's here to stick up for them that's the dynamic you want to create mm -hmm. right and we just it's, it's completely lost mm. dr you know strange is just like you know a guy who's 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 visiting the inn He's not, he's not a tourist. They're going to fix his hands. He's going to say some um, some namaste and go home. And there was definitely, you know, the God in the machine here, you know. And, um, Where in the end? It, all throughout. Like okay. his training was so easy. His Everything was so easy for him. There was not, you know, real conflict and struggle beyond that first act. There was That's, a tru that's trouble with some of the superpowers here. Yeah. Maybe you can talk to this, but... The superpowers are very omnipotent. Yeah, well, right? magic. Yeah, magic. Yeah, it, it, magic. It's difficult to it's, deal with. We're magic. talking about magic. So, how does he? You know, he doesn't. Typically, in the training montage, he's getting his ass beat by other magicians who are way better than him. Yeah. And in his first fights with the uh, antagonists, they beat his butt traditionally. But he does really well yeah. against. Um, against Mads yeah. uh, the first time they fight when he's fighting alone when he when he locks him up in that cool yeah. thing there was a there was a lot of cool visuals yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he he's too good too quick and magic is difficult that way you you always want to kind of when you're world building yes talk about world building you always want to build some counterbalances to magic because it can be kind of all-encompassing and one of the the counterbalances that they started to introduce in this was the idea that you're playing with fire, that these are very dangerous forces that you're playing with. You the can only, get stuck in a time loop. Yeah, you yeah, can get stuck yeah, in a time yeah. loop, they said. But one of the other big things, the, the only one that they really brought up was when he was playing with the Eye of Agamotto and looking at those spells. And he, which as yeah, you, whatever Which, as you was. know, Alka is an infinity stone. I did not understand that at yes. all. The time infinity. Whatever stuff. that means. Whatever that means. <laughs> but you know the the moment when he like recreated that page in the book and yes, which started was bizarre. He was messing was with like, forces yeah. he shouldn't have been, and that's what they were telling. And, it was but there are no him. consequences. Well, they said that he he could have ruptured all of reality, and the you know they stopped him just in time. Yeah. So that was supposed to be the warning that if you mess with this stuff. You endanger the universe and mm -hmm. the fabric of reality. And that sh he should have done that, and all is lost should have been related to that. We should have the had consequences death, to yes, the accident. The death yeah. of the mentor should have been because he broke the rule. And that's like a really classic way in a hero's journey to teach the character arc is that you lose the mentor because you didn't gained, yet yeah. learn the lesson. Um, yeah, so... Any more structure you want to talk about? Um, I, we, we said we said we liked Act Three. Midpoint we agreed on, which, which is, is um, he's uh, he, he that that Sanctum Master is killed by Mads Mikkelsen, and the yeah, bad Mads. guys close in as all of Mads Mikkelsen that fight with Mads mm -hmm. Mikkelsen, um, and the all Can we is. Please stop going back to the operating room. Yeah, that was like a. I had that as like one of my things. Like, what? Clearly, why? we're saving some money uh, by shooting in this one location. It felt very There's obvious. There's only one hospital, and there are no Asian doctors there. <laughs> it's like I don't. I it's like go. To, it. I would never go to that hospital. <laughs> yeah. But um, the all his last moment is when he flatlines in that. Um, oh hospital, really? I think. I had and a really long. Tell me. Act two. There, Tell me. I, I don't. I thought that was just bad guys closing in because I, I think Sorcerer Supreme dying is yeah, all is lost. 
No? I think that is Dark Knight of the Soul. Sorcerer Supreme talks to Doctor Strange after she's dead. <laughs> she astral projects yeah. after she, her body's been killed, and they have a conversation about his potential. Well, he has a conversation with Mordo also right afterwards. Right afterwards, yeah. And, so, and then he also has a kiss with Doctor Palmer and uh, the cape. In, like finally comes around. They did a good job with the cape. Yeah, it, the cape was fun. It, it could have been goofy. It could have been really bad. Yeah. Uh, when the cape was actually fighting by itself, I thought that was that a great moment. It, it it that was a head nod to actual like magicians, right? Playing with like the like, cape. The cape. Oh, to, yeah, yeah. To like, in, in to like yeah, card yeah. playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, assistant yeah. cutting yeah, magicians, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I thought they all his losses I I also in my first look at the beat sheet i was like oh him dying would be an interesting all is lost and then he comes back but it it just turned out to be an extra obstacle because he comes back real quick she saves him and then the mentor dying doesn't that seem like a more classic all you is know, lost? i'm not gonna fight you yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna is take like out your your fans of power i will not i don't even know where <laughs> i've left those them. Fan, where are where are, where are they are actual them? fans because she's carrying them or do they just come out of the double ring thing that Where's you your, can't lose. Can you can't. It to me. I know that you explain can't. It to me. I can't lose the sling ring. Okay. Wow, you, the you sling the ring I cannot lose because once I lose the sling and ring, she, like people can kill me. And she steal. He steals Mads's, and that's a. And it's fine. You can use like, anyone's sling li- oops, ring as long as you have the sling ring. Yeah. Yeah. There were Alka's too on many. Top of there are too yeah, many really. rules that I just felt like were. <laughs> well, they weren't obeyed or broken. No, I didn't purpose, know what yeah. to where you to see, look. From my point of view, they were f- that was fun. It was all fun. Okay. Like, I, I didn't like. I wasn't like so worried about each little thing. But every little bit of it that I saw was like, oh, this is all part of his world of artifacts and magic infused bits and pieces. And a lot of it was straight from the comics. I didn't know of it either exactly. But it was just, it was the perfect, it was the world building. It was a lot of world building. I thought that that. they did a good job. Look, you have a ton of magic going on here. You've got essentially melee magic, which is you can fight hand-to-hand magic. And then you've got like the big world sort of like unifying force kind of magic going on. And that you don't really have power over. Was it always like that in the comic? Was it always like... They, you can they, fight I think any it's which much way. Different. They talk, but they talk like you're only getting like a sliver of information about this much yeah. weirder, wilder world that's happening. But and he, and he, he, they're always talking about things that they make reference to, like, "Oh, you should be knowing this," and you can't like think, "Oh, wait, what are they talking about?" I think the idea is that you let it wash over you. And it, it's, it's, just it's clear. It's clear that the, the you surrender. Like, you surrender. It's clear that the universe yeah. multiplying stuff. Um, you know, somebody said, you know, we wrote this really, this million dollar software program for Inception. Uh, we really need to use it again. <laughs> Doctor Strange would be a great. Uh, and we could made really much better use, use of it than and Inception. They certainly yeah. did. They, they, they made a great, they, 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 used, they did some really amazing visuals yeah. of it. But it wasn't controlled. It wasn't a power given to anybody. It would just kept happening around people. Like stuff just kept happening around people and then people would explain it and you'd go what and then but in the end <laughs> it but, was just the melee f- powers that 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 solved the conflict my understanding is that that control was controlled and it was the dark forces it was tapping into the dark forces enabled you to control the reality of the mirror universe and you're not so that's why the ancient that. one and mads mickelson could do it 
Mm-hmm. Magnificent. His, his people could do it, and the ancient one could do it better than anybody because she had this direct line to the dark forces. Oh, that that makes was part of the giveaway, sense. and that was part of her being like, uh, "Yeah." You know whoops. how you could simplify that? Please take away the mirror universe, because guess what? All of them look like mirrors, and so you, you're confusing us. Yeah. By by having triple yeah. mumble jumbo. And, yeah. Why have it be something that no one can get hurt? Like, why not actually have? It doesn't real make comp? any sense. Yeah. yeah real, it's yeah. it's a dojo. We get it. Um, <laughs> So let, let's we let's we're we're, we're coming towards yeah, the right. end. Uh, let's talk. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to get at uh, beat wise? No, no. I think everything's fairly obvious. Yeah, we did a pretty yeah. good job. Yeah. Um, did you want to talk about any beats like the post credit sequence uh, important to you at all? They were cool and fun and exciting towards the future. Again, they tie into the whole knit universe of where things are going to go. I know you stayed till the end and you saw both post-credit <laughs> sequences, right? Um, <laughs> maybe. Maybe I did. So, is... Maybe I forgot. Th- this was one of the things... So, he, he hangs out with Thor after the credits. Doctor Who's Strange. Thor? <laughs> Excellent answer. Okay. Um, what's interesting is that the, in the Thor universe, I was questioning the, the nature... When we did uh, Thor on this podcast... Um, I was questioning the nature of his power, and we're just like mythology, right? But no, see, in the cinematic universe, it's not. He's just an extra-dimensional being, more like an alien, basically. So, I mean, the fact that even he is kind of like impressed with the fact that he's got this magical beard. Uh, uh, Magic is cool gear. to Thor, too. Yeah, Thor yeah. is just like, oh, this refills by itself. It was, yeah. it was a gag yeah. with a, a beer stein. Yeah. Um, so it was fun. It was it was a fun little bit. And yeah. and to see that, you know, there's a setup for the next movie with Mordo and him kind of going off on the rails. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Last uh, thoughts on Doctor Strange. I... And the treatment, the, the, you know, our, the yeah. treatment of this comic book... Uh, uh, character. I think it was a challenging story from the source material to m- modernize and bring up to date because I think it was very dated when it was introduced in the 60s. I don't think it was very, uh, I think it was much less uh, uh, just racially and gender uh, sensitive. It, it could never be told in the original format. And so I think that they made efforts to, to bring it to the modern world. And I think they did a, a decent job uh, of that. And I was entertained watching the whole thing. Could they have done it better? Could they have shuffled off the the origin yes but i can't wait to see him again on screen with the the larger picture and get on with telling really interesting stories um now that we're we're, we're past this uh, opening part awesome i'll go so i had an epiphany about superhero films in general because okay. i got there on time and i watched trailer after trailer after trailer of movies like in this vein and even though I just, I, this is not my jam, as we've established, um, I just thought these movies are made for this format. They're made for trailers. And that's hey, what do you the mean? Pro- I could watch ah. like a million of those trailers, and I found them like the quite trailers satisfying. were great. They're short really films. great, great yeah. trailers that, yeah. like, in front of this film, I was like, Jesus Christ, they're like some geniuses working on superhero or like action film trailers. I mean, mm. like there was like, I wish these movies were as good. As the trailers, wow. As advertised. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought I was, I think they did a great job in Doctor Strange of introducing a new mythology and a new character. Um, and they were, they did a, 
I, I liked the martial arts in the film, but none of it was uh, like amazing. Uh, the magic was interesting. It was pretty. I think they had so many different uh, challenges. They had martial arts. They had magic. They had um, uh, uh, the time travel, the interdimensional thing. They had a lot Multi of different mumbo, -jumbo. mumbo jumbos to handle, and I didn't feel overwhelmed by it. Hmm. It was fine. I was okay with it because the story kept moving forward, and they did a good job of sort of containing it in the uh, the different sanctums and the school, and then of course the, the hospital. Right? <laughs> we didn't like. It had a structure. <laughs> there was a structure, so it was a lot to handle. But so is fine really okay? Is hmm? fine good? So so. I mean, in, in terms said, of like all the superhero films that you've surely seen so it did a better job it? than fantastic four right <laughs> so I, I, like i think we were uh, saying out of all of the superhero movies that came out this year i yeah. think it, it 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 definitely is one of the if not the best so it's, far it's 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 strong but i i i've seen superhero movies that have more of a heart like all yes. the iron mans have more of a heart yes. um you where you care about the the main character more and i don't and i think it's a it's a you know this these the filmmaker comes from horror films mm. the screenwriter comes from sci-fi mm. right and i and it, and those are both very plot heavy mm -hmm. genres you got to remember mm -hmm. to to put the heart in this in the story yeah you know you got to create some fam family dynamic some some um, where that action is coming from character mm. yeah it's yeah. A, that's the where spectacle it needs just to come out of human challenge and so there wasn't enough there um, they didn't overdo it with like a 40 minute third act. They gave me, uh, they, they did the thing that I, I have, I think is really hard in screenwriting, which is trump your second act yeah. with a really cool third act. Yeah. And, and they, surprised they surprised me. And so that's, that I think saved this movie for me. Um, cause otherwise I think I'd be talking about it like, uh, Oh, I don't know. Like. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, maybe, yeah, where it was pretty solid halfway through and then falls apart. And, um, but I don't know, guys. <laughs> I just uh, <laughs> uh, any, any magic tricks? No, <laughs> no. Like We're gonna make the my podcast. My daughter and Indy's favorite little is my. Ah, Indy knows how to do that yeah. one. Do you do you have any magic? Where's your wrestling uh, ring? Okay, so. Uh, let me just do the <laughs> outro. Uh, I want to thank my screenwriters, Alec and Alka. Uh, this is the script. <laughs> I'm your host, David Egren. Um, the script is produced by my, myself. It's edited by Zoe Alexander. Please join our Facebook page by searching for NYC Screenwriters Collective. Follow us on Twitter at ScriptFeed. You can support the script podcast at patreon.com slash the script. We want to thank Adorama and our man Chewy over there. Uh, thank you and good night.